thank you guys for giving us your time and listening to the podcast again. This is Sebastian, and you're listening to the Ipe West podcast. You can follow us on all platforms, especially on Instagram. It is Ipe West podcast. And that is I G H T P U E S podcast. And also, we are available on all podcast platforms. But once again, you guys have a kick-ass day, and then on to the episode. No, I feel like doing what you like, getting belittled by someone, dude, that destroys your fucking confidence. Yeah. No, it does. It destroys your confidence. Like, honestly, like, I got belittled a lot rapping early, at least. You know what I mean? Like, it was, and like, for good reason. My shit wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very much like, it's, it's a matter of like what you do with being belittled, right? Mm-hmm. You can either sit there, internalize it, and do nothing with it. Don't try to strive to prove that person wrong or. You face it mm-hmm. head on, knock, just run through the wall, and then when you come out on the other end, you're gonna be better. Yeah, it's you know it's just stepping out of that comfort zone. Sure. You don't want everyone to like put their like looking at you and yeah. stuff. You get really nervous, and then after that, people usually just hide in their shells and exactly. never go out. Exactly. Again, mm-hmm. but like I honestly like I think that's just like one of the things I've been thinking about a lot is just like how in, how society just the word society and how society influences us you know what I mean like what is expected to what is expected of us from just everyday things right our society is definitely work 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 you know what I mean that's you the know? crazy part dude you know? like fucking zombies dude <laughs> you know like, right like there's no there's no chance to be creative there's no chance to do what you love because I like honestly I even think like working 40 hours a week that's a lot I'd be sitting at my desk like bro <laughs> I'd be like clicking through my my tabs yeah. and then I go back click through my tabs again go yeah. the other way because <laughs> no, I'm dude, just like bro it's a lot yeah. it's a rat race you know what I mean yeah. but like but the rat race is rigged that's the problem yeah. you know like, you don't see people pushing out like creative jobs you know right uh-huh. You don't see people, everybody, all the teachers and everybody, all the adults say like, go to school, get a job mm-hmm. that they know money's guaranteed or some mm-hmm. shit like that. But you don't see creative mm-hmm. jobs or creative fields be pushed out as strongly. Because mm-hmm. what is the, mm-hmm. what is the number one thing you always hear? Oh, you're, you're an arts major. I ain't no money in that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And it's very much like, no, is that degree going to get you anything? <laughs> you uh-huh. know, but there is money in it. It's just not in the orthodox way that people want you to find it. Yeah. You got to definitely go about your own business. Uh, yeah, but you know what we're talking about in off air is that you said during COVID you said that uh, you've noticed that you you have too much poten- potential to mm-hmm. be wasted. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, like, I, I my motto in life is very much: we are all too talented to fail. You just have to find that talent and expand upon it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, like you said, just sitting in lockdown, like everybody at that point is just sitting there with their thoughts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, dude, those four, <laughs> those first come couple- <laughs> 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 No, dude, those first couple months were rough because, like, it's, you are just alone with your brain. Like, normally you have like your outside influences can tell you is is my brain working correctly? Am I thinking things straight here? Right? But whenever you're at home in a room even with my roommates like it's still very much more solitude my circle went from being ever expansive to rather small yeah and yeah that's very true man and that's where i've said this in the uh, old podcast where i said that's uh because you just noticed that and it's 
I go back to the quote that I've said is isolation is a gift. Mm. It was that isolation mm-hmm. you were able to notice, mm-hmm. like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. What it's, am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for anybody so. wondering what great advice this man's speaking, of course, there's Henry, me, myself, and then go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Adam Caldwell. The man dropping the wisdom. Yeah, sir. sir. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're brothers. Yeah. Today we have Adam, a friend of ours that I've never traveled before, and he was one of the people I traveled with mm. to California. Same with Henry. California was a crazy trip. Cali. Enjoyed it. Jeez, I don't remember <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> Me and Adam, bro, we got high every yeah, fucking every day. day. Every, it was great. No, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Bro, guys, real quick, we're gonna cut to that real quick, bro. Okay, I always tell everyone this story, bro. We went to Cali, right? Everyone there was taken. The only one fucking single was me and Adam, bro. And we were me and Adam. Well, I mean Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. Ah, oh, dude, I forgot about Hey, I don't know. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, also, she was. She yeah. Was, so in reality, you know what I'm saying? It was me and Adam, yeah. and I remember, bro. We got Remember, high. Yeah, bro. Dude, I, just I'll California never forget. Y'all, y'all made me roll backwards. I ain't never rolled a backward in my damn life. <laughs> so we go to the store. <laughs> we get the backward roll, and I'm sitting here like, all right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how am I supposed to do this, YouTube, bro? Man. Do y'all remember how dude. bad that shit was, bro? Dude, I give a fuck, dude. I, I think I still got high, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? California yeah, like, just felt so good because, like, there's was... no that paranoia yeah. with, like, recreational use. You know, dude. no, okay, time out, but let me, I'm going to get on you for that because I'll never really? forget. In Cali? Yeah, in Cali, you were still kind of tripping. I was me? like, yes, because we were smoking. Bro, dude, I ain't fucking Yeah, you we were smoking. <laughs> wait, we were smoking in front of the we're house. We were in front of the house. He's like, like, bro, bro, bro. Okay. Yeah. It's because I was like, wait, is this like the borderline? Because, like, I didn't, I didn't look up the fucking laws. I was like, California laws. But, but I was like, wait, is that a fine line? I remember tripping about that. I was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah, I remember tripping off of five cookies or so. Dude. I, I felt like I was floating. Those I shouldn't cookies. have ate that many, but it's whatever. No, those cookies were. Those, I remember. <laughs> and then Joseph, whenever Joseph chucked your man. ass, bro. Remember, you were holding the cookie, and then uh, Joseph out of the blue just. Boom. Oh, dude, I remember. Dude, Joseph was fucked up and i remember he started grabbing me and i remember i was so stoned in my mind i was like dude i'm fucked up i can't defend myself bro the man is literally the hulk <laughs> bro the man's about dude. to fuck me up bro yeah i just like california was just a good vibe, oh, a good vibe hey y'all sure. remember when uh <laughs> joseph on the scooter ran into that great lady <laughs> what remember the scooters we were going down um was that venice 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 beach yeah, 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 it was Venice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember we we saw the the fucking gym and shit. <laughs> oh but yeah, that's right. Yeah. Joseph was on a scooter and just rams this lady into the sand. I I think I missed that one. Okay, because I you remember that right? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what, bro? Dude, all you see this lady get up, wipe the sand. Dude, she ate sand. She bro. ate sand, and she goes like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, she I sounds was like, country, oh, shit." I, I was like, "Well, this is awkward." Bro, but. let somebody hit me with their scooter, bro. Dude, all that sc- scootering and I, I shit. I take the scooter and swing it right into the ankle, bro. Oh, <laughs> Dude, oh fuck. Hey, y'all remember how hard it was to find a fucking scooter? Bro, that yeah, bitch was yeah. a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Like, everybody has to find their own, yeah. like, a fucking game. Like, you're looking, like, on the app and shit. And yeah. You're just like, damn, that scooter is five miles away. Finally. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't even want it anyways, bro. I'll just walk. Yeah. Nah, mm. but that was a great time, man. I was like, definitely live. It was. And, uh... 
do you remember that one time i don't know why i was thinking about this right now we were talking about it uh do you remember that one time we had we went to uh peyton's house we had a party remember i got really fucking stoned and i just fell asleep dude, <laughs> dude the whole <laughs> the whole night i was just asleep bro in the couch yeah, just like then I I had I took a video of that right because yeah, you, you were just yeah. like I was like, just out it's because of the dabs dude yeah. yeah dude because I remember I remember that dude that day I got messed up too because like I think that was like probably like the second time hitting the dab rig and then like I just hit it and I was like it brought me to a knee I was like <laughs> to the knee dude the <laughs> coughing from that yeah. I was like wait a second it hurts I, yeah dude, I remember I was coughing for like two minutes dude. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee so much yeah. took a nap afterwards. That shit knocked me out, bro. I was knocked out for the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I was almost there with you. I just remember my legs felt so heavy. I was like, dude, I can't pass out like yeah, him. Yeah. Like I'm like, I remember someone was there, dude. Oh, I was yeah, sitting yeah, here with yeah, him yeah. in the recliner. I was like, dude, my legs feel weird. How is Simron? I have not seen her since. California. So Simron is good. Okay. Um, we were at the doctor's today. Um. She broke her fucking foot, Ooh. <laughs> but not too severely. It's like part of the heel, Ooh. still broken. But um, how did she do that? She slipped on the curb, fucking rolled the shit out of it, walking her dogs. Oh, I want to throw up. Yeah, Dude, just rolled her shit, shit. Just rolled her shit. So like, picture this: a curb. I'm Wait, like showing them. Break your foot real quick. Show me my shit. Fucking so scary. But like, basically, she just rolled and just. She just broke it. How do you roll your ankle that hard? You snap your heel. I don't know, but the she doctor just came. snapped it. Yeah, not like snapped it. No, like a little. Like... No, it was broken. Oh, that's what the doctor said. So the doctor comes in and he goes Ooh, like, "Guess what? Up, like, I don't know why doctor's so happy saying this shit. Guess what? <laughs> you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> For real. I was like, right. He goes like, you broke part of your heel, and I was like, damn. Oh. I was like, I knew that. I was like, a sprained so, like, ankle don't take three weeks to heal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But that shit was you, purple. Like, how do you walk? Like, even in a boot, right? She's you're in on a your boot. heel. That, you I don't know. know, dude. It's weird. The doctor said the reason for this boot is to help her, like, rock. Keep it yeah. in shape. Like, when she walks, it, like, rocks that side, that foot. So it's not too much, like, weight on it. Oof. But yeah, other than that, she's good. Um, like, what, four and a half years now? Yeah. Next year, basically, five, uh, so. marriage. Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. says that. Is, you know, is, is, is that is that the plan? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> uh, no, but like, I mean, I see. I mean, me dating that long, it's it's come across my mind. I was like, man, I spent five, almost five years with this person. Like, who knows? That's special. But I'm also like, um, I don't worry too much about the future. Mm. I worry day by day. Yeah, Cause exactly. like when I worry about the future, I start like I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. I'm gonna fuck up somewhere. Dude. So I just take it day by exactly. day. Exactly, dude. That's crazy, bro. That's more than what me and Adam could say, bro. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm no, but Adam, guys, tell bro. us about you, man. We haven't. So we haven't. Me and Henry haven't seen this man in a while. It's been we too used long. to hang out uh, frequently back yeah. then. But just a lot of shit days. happens, yeah. and then um, other than that, dude, tell yeah. us about what you've been doing. Yeah, tell no, us what's up, bro. Been a minute. <laughs> I don't have COVID. I'm just clear that we good there. Oh dear, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I just so I actually last time they saw me, I actually lived here in Keller, but then uh, I actually moved out. So I'm up in Denton. Hell no. yeah, Fry Street. <laughs> Fry Street. You know? But so I just been moving up there, trying to essentially just figure life out while at the same time, like figuring myself out, you know, like it was very much like when I was here, when I was hanging with y'all, I didn't really know myself. That makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? 
Like it was very much not not in the sense of a chameleon, but it was like there's moments where it was like okay, like 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 what is my identity? How do people see me? You know? And bro, like if y'all look at those pictures from back then, I was I was beat, bro. I was looking rough. Right. <laughs> like like y'all remember y'all remember? I'll never forget. It, I went to California after. Probably one of the worst haircuts I've ever got. <laughs> and I had that I've flat never... top, and the oh, dude gave me that yeah. ball spot. Bro, confidence was lacking. Bro, <laughs> confidence was lacking. <laughs> and so, like, it was just like there's just moments of that, just going up there, finding myself out. But it's just been, it's just a lot of working, you know. Like, you just gotta grind to survive. But once you, it's just trying to look for the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think I honestly think I'm seeing it. Like, dude, that's that's good to hear. I literally just said that in my last mm-hmm. YouTube video. That's, like that's, crazy. that's what it is. That's what you have to push for. Like if you don't, if if you don't see a light at the end of your tunnel, you're going to feel stuck. So, you know what I mean. So at least try to make one for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what it is, comes with. Like like me personally, I'm not really one to set goals. As odd as that sounds, you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. hey, it is a day by day basis for me. Just mm-hmm. okay, what do I have to do now to get through? I'll set like realistic goals. Like okay, I want to have X amount of money by by this time. You know what right. I mean? Stuff like that. And then bills come, and then that's what right. you're like, it's like a fucking cycle, you know, dude. You know, but it is a tough cycle, it man. Tough. Mm. Like it's but just doing the same shit. I think that's just comes with us being so young. Like, yeah. I one of my mentors uh, from Flower Mound, he would tell me all the time. He was like, he would just look at me, shake his head, and he'd be like, "You're in your twenties, bro." And I'm like. Thanks, bro. Like, what? Like, Am like, I doing something like, wrong? Right? <laughs> like, hello. Yeah, he's you're like, correct. I ain't doing it. But he would be like, dude, like, he's like, your 20s. I think he's like, I think he's like 37, 40 now, right? But he was like, dude, your 20s are just a really confusing time, right? And mm. how I had to put it to my brother was, it is a time in which you're trying to figure out the world while trying to figure out yourself simultaneously. That's hard. It is hard. That's hard. That's a lot to balance and try to figure out. And especially, it's like I feel, I feel for our generation because mm-hmm. everything I turned upside down. Like, like w- mm-hmm. what we all thought we knew is not what we know now, dude. Especially with this year, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. I tell my brother all the time. My brother's he's lazy as fuck. And mm-hmm. I told him I was like, you think leaving school is easy? Mm-hmm. Just, dude, it gets harder. Mm-hmm. My dad always told me that mm-hmm. life just gets harder, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, it either makes you or breaks you. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a matter of how you respond to it, right? Like, unfortunately, like, if you don't have the drive, like, some people, I'll put it this way. How I see it is some people might not come across their drive or their, their passion or motivation as early as some people want them to. You know what I mean? But as long as they, at, at the end of the day, they at least start to strive for something, I think they'll be good. Like, people don't realize life is long, dude. I feel like I'm only 22, but I feel like I've been here forever. While at the same time, like, I haven't been here that long, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, yeah. that's just, it's just going to keep going. Like, my dad, my parents are 50, 60 years old. Oh. Yeah, sometimes I think to myself, like, life is, like, is it? I don't know. I feel like I, I, I'm scared that mine is might be too short and I didn't do shit. No, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Like, cause yeah. like, so going back to what <laughs> Tim was saying, my mentor, right? Yeah. He was saying that like, right in your twenties, it's very existential, right? Like you're very mm-hmm. much going to be like, Oh, whoa. Like I, I need to, to know myself out. now. I need to, and especially with the way that society just puts like what, especially with the way society makes young people mm-hmm. try to feel like you're not doing enough. No, that's a, that is so unnecessary. Like, dude, like the average person ain't gonna be making millions 
off of TikTok videos and creator content. Yo, fuck, you know what I man. Mean? I mean, but, I, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, no, but, no. Uh, no, it's just guys like, dude, like, gang that lucky, man. You know, like, but good for them because no, like, yeah. the dog face guy, the fucking cranberry dude. Oh yeah, no, dude, you know what I mean. Shit. Like, that's what's up. And I'm kind of yeah. glad that that we have that platform now to yeah. just launch people so easily. It's crazy, yeah. you know. But it's just like, like, like at the moment, like I think they just put too much pressure on us to succeed. Like, 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 how are you gonna tell me? to try to live in a world that you're like okay you need to go to college you need to do this you need to do that but what we're starting to find out is our generation gets their degree they get out of college then what job market ain't the same dude i've <laughs> been seeing tweets mean? about that like you know? some people be showing like at, to show like the problem they'll tweet out like their degree picture mm-hmm. like hey, i have a degree and like this girl's applying for fucking target mm-hmm. exactly Bruh. But I've seen people even still like before this whole COVID situation happened. COVID just made it ten mm-hmm, times harder, exactly. Because now all these jobs just want experienced people, exactly. Because they're like, well, fuck, we need to save money because COVID hits everybody. Mm-hmm. Why do I? Why would a company pay someone to train them when they can hire exactly. a person that already has it? Exactly. It just makes it harder. And that's just a hot conversation we had early, like a like a very early episode, but. Mm-hmm. 2020 has been wild, man. It's been it's been wild, and I think like because like I'll put it this way. So it was kind of nuts for me because I moved out 2019 in August, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, in August of 2019. And so like at that moment, like I I didn't have everything set up to go right. I was kind of like not necessarily like forced forced out, but my parents were like, "Go, little birdie, you gotta fly." <laughs> right. So like I hopped out the nest, and so like I'm sitting here. And like, they're like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. This is how your life is going to go. Like, these are the things that you need to do in these appropriate steps. Imagine moving out. And then within the first six months of you being out, the world just turns on its head. Now what? Now now what do I do? You know? And you've never been in that situation. Never. So you're kind of like... Like where, where's the book? Where, where can I where's learn the this? Manual, no where's the manual? Where's you know the fucking manual? Like we're in uncharted territory, so it's just like, all right, so now I got to navigate through this, right? Because even at that time, like especially before the pandemic, that's when I was really about to start looking, like for better place or for better places to work, because I feel like my value is more than what it's currently going for right now. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. But then boom, lockdown. I am now stuck in a room for four jobs. Everybody's on a hiring freeze, and I'm just like. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then like unlucky me, a little side note, like, like my, I got my identity stolen straight out of eighteen, bro. So I couldn't like get, I, I did not get the stimulus check. Wait, what, bro? That uh, yes, bro. Like literally, I'm never, <laughs> no, for real, for real. Wait, you so got your identity? I stolen? got my identity stolen. I'll never, <laughs> I'll never forget because I wait. Was, so are you Adam? I, I'm Adam, bro. I promise you, I'm Adam. Christopher, you hear Paul, someone knock on me. the door? Yeah. <laughs> Another one look just like you. Dude, hey, I'm Adam. I, I was mad because I got a social security check for like three thousand dollars. I was like, okay, yo, that's lit. I open it up and it's like Andre. K Caldwell. I'm like, who the hell is Andre? Exactly. So like we try to go to this whole hoop. I'm 18, so I'm like a, I'm not even a half baked adult. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Mom's like, you need to call the IRS. I'm like, who what? Like, you know yeah. that that Mr. Krabs yeah. meme where he's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like so, man's like, I thought man's I got my identity back, but like apparently, so I did get my identity back, but the IRS doesn't recognize me as me. Nuts. So I can't get. I couldn't get the stimulus check. <laughs> Nuts. I got. <laughs> I got. My, Bro, I got that's my, fucking rough, dude. So like, I'm sitting here like, all right. So like, 
the cards have been dealt to me. I'm a little bit behind. But like I said, it's oh, like you fuck. can't you like you can't let it bog you down. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's it's one of those moments where it's like like I said, life is long. This is a minuscule problem. It's a four year minuscule problem. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely like at the end of the day, like I'm not gonna have my identity stolen by the time I'm like seventy, unless somebody does it again. So that just made it hard. But like it was just lessons to be learned in that is just like okay just persevere keep pushing you know i still had my other job at the forum uh where i could just sit there work we were in our little box because we locked the front door to all the residents and it was just all right just make just make your money this way and just keep going you know what i mean so it was it was very much just like like how do how do i do this what do i do and that's when it comes to like i said we're too talented to fail i found out like okay I still have a passion for music. I've always had a passion for music. I've been playing piano for years. You, bro, you play to. piano? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Dude, he's played piano. Like, when we go to houses that have pianos, you yeah. would play. I Dude, you need to play. play. I've always... I'm sorry, but, like, I've always... Uh, like, I've never told anyone, but I always get excited when I hear people play piano. Because hmm. it's something I've always wanted to play, but I just don't hmm. play. You know you what I'm saying? I mean, you just got to sit down with the keys. <laughs> It's, it's, it's just a it's just a way to express yourself you know what i mean and that's why i go down like i don't play sheet music i just play what comes to mind and then freestyle it and go, mm. do you, you know, know how to play sheet music obviously no i wish i could i wish i could read sheet music but that's foreign it's so foreign to me so i just like mm. memorize how to play songs and then just go with it okay there, makes know? sense but, like sitting in, the, in my room it's just like all right look I'll never forget one of the weirdest things like about moving out is I remember I got to my room and I had like it was like the worst panic attack I've ever had in my life because I'm sitting in this room and I'm looking at my walls all foreign and just blank walls you know what I mean dude I, I get to my new apartment I go to roll up the blinds pull the string blinds crash hit the floor I'm like shit yeah. <laughs> like yeah. alright this, this is how we live in it's okay, like a no, movie type you know. of scene or some yeah, shit like, like, like a character like, goes into a shitty yeah. place mm-hmm. and like right off the rip it's like already mm-hmm. being even shitty and you're like yo like what's going on you mm-hmm. know and so I was just like I remember just it was just this weird like I haven't really had anxiety attacks cause I I, I feel like honestly like as a as a not as a kid, but just growing up, I've always tried to just put that feeling behind. You feel it coming? Ah, oh, forget about it. You yeah. know what I mean? But in that time, it was like one of those moments where you have nothing else to think about and you have to embrace that. And so it was very much just like, okay, this is all foreign to me. I don't, like, these walls are white. This is solitary confinement. What do I do from here? And, like, obviously, you're having a panic attack, and the, the answer is simple. Make it your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. But you're sitting there, and you're just kind of stuck for a second. And then once I started getting the capital to make it my own, I like not my room is a whole mood, it's my place of comfort, you know? Yeah. And now that I have a place of comfort, I can do things that I'm comfortable doing, you know? And like I said, that comes with the music and that just comes with just even writing scripts, filming, all that jazz, you know? Cause it's a passion that I have, you know? It's just being creative and like, I just want more time to be creative. And I honestly think that this, like this time has given me that time or this not time, but this uh, lockdown has given me the time to be that person that creative person yeah and uh you know we talked about this off air you say listen to a lot of podcasts i mm-hmm. I, I do too as well and like like everyone in the world i've listened to joe rogan <laughs> and he said during this COVID, it has given people perspective and what it is next in their life mm-hmm. everyone has noticed everyone has been let go of their job mm-hmm. and they everyone had the ability to sit down and think to themselves like fuck like i'm 
easily just mm-hmm. thrown away like that. Now mm-hmm. other now people, for example, my dad, like just, they're everyone's gonna just start starting the business exactly. or having something else because they notice that they're easily replaced, exactly. easily let go of. And it's tough, like working through that, cause like, like my opinion, like like my 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 dad's like, what, I think he's like sixty. I think he no, he's fifty nine, right? And in my opinion, he should be at the point where he's should retire you know what i mean like he's getting up there in age he should have that funds where he can sit back and relax with all of this you know but him owning a gym in a pandemic that's hard oh yeah he owns a gym yeah what gym trainer power resistance training power Power, what power resistance training like he started that off he started that off because that's whenever we moved here uh in 2004 he was doing like a like he uh i can't remember oh so this man is cool He's swole. Yeah. I, I like my dad. <laughs> like my dad, like I if, if you guys know my dad, you know my dad. He's a six foot three dude. Bald God dude. Damn. Like, yeah, I'm no, fucking swole as I'm five three, but I'm moving like I'm six five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy. It is. Yeah, yeah, that's scary that's shit, bro. You know? Retirement like seeing or hearing about people that like these poor old people mm. these seniors had to still work oh that breaks mm-hmm. that hey, breaks my little there's heart, only one bro. thing that really breaks my heart and it's watching old people like work mm. work oh, it sure. breaks me because you know yeah. their body is like it's i know they're bad. aching man yeah. and like they like of course they're doing what they can mm-hmm. but like it just hurts mm-hmm. man like i was like man their kids like because mm-hmm. i feel like i don't know about y'all but like the the kids got to take care of the parents right mm-hmm. like i'm like damn like these these old people but of course you don't know their situation whatever yeah. but that's what strives for my goals is like dude i need to support my mom and my dad you know? like i do not want them to work bro i will not i you can't know? i can't because like even like we're amazon buddies he's an amazon driver mm-hmm. i used to work at the warehouse for those of y'all don't know graveyard shift overnight gotta love it man Eesh. Eleven to seven. I still remember that when you I would go to sleep to the sunrise, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, like, but like working that graveyard shift with me was a sixty-seven-year-old woman, right? And I'll never forget because like I was a stower, so our mission was to just take an item, scan it, put it in the right size bin, right? Keep doing that, but you had to do that whenever I was there because I was there during like Black Friday and all that jazz. Anything with Amazon and holidays, yeah, dude, dude, I know they're they having crank it. Yeah. They're literally like, yo, you need to get 400 items an hour. Get it. Go, go, go. And I'm sitting here like, bro, my arms hurt. I'm, I'm 22. <laughs> so like, like I know old girl. Oh man. And so I remember she takes a break and she's like, oh, I'm too old for this. Literally it just says that we're in the break room. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, like you need to be at home. You need to be resting. You need to be watching some Netflix and, doing whatever yeah, old people do not, <laughs> you know what just I mean? not that you know yeah. exactly but she was telling me she was like nah i gotta make ends meet at home because she was also like a line producer for what was this show queen of some queen of of the south i think so yeah. yeah 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 she was a line producer for that show and so i was like she was like that's what i'm doing so she would be like she'd be working overnight at amazon during the day she would fly down to austin to go uh produce and then come back up and then work another graveyard shift i'm like yo Dude, what the fuck? (laughs) She's on the grind, you know. But like, in my opinion, like I don't, I don't think like it. We one thing that people need to realize is we live in the richest nation by far. There is absolutely no reason for old people to be working like that. Hey man, it just goes back to that stimulus check. All these other countries giving these folks like (laughs) two thousand a month or four thousand. And we're over here giving 
Twelve hundred dollar checks the last few fucking eight months, <laughs> man. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, let, let's do the math real quick, right? Like Bro. they gave that they gave that stimulus check what seven months ago, around, around there, April. Around that time, right? April, something like that, bro. They gave us one hundred seventy-one dollars a month, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like they said, here eat, bro. <laughs> God, damn. Don't bother us again, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, bro. Eat, eat. I'm feeding y'all. Like getting fucking scraps, bro. Oh my God, like, like, do these fuckers not know how much rent is? You know, like that's like, what I'm saying. Fucking, like know? shit. And it's like, like, and I understand, like that number is just a stimulus. Stimulus check alone. What they also gave out was the um, like the um, what was it? Unemployment, Unemployment benefits. Checks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unemployment checks. Those are good. Those are pretty good. But that's always been in the reserves for us. You know, in case just in case something like this happens. Right. But those unemployed, like if you watch, like they they started cutting the unemployment like down. It used to be six hundred. Now it's down to four hundred a month. They're about to like, expire. It's, it's about to expire. Yeah. And like, dude, like, like I just twenty twenty one is about to start off nuts. Like the cares, like like we ain't through this, bro. Like it, everything's spiking, people ain't listening, people are confused, you know. And it's very much just like today like, the FDA like did the they gave permission yeah, to uh, Pfizer, Pfizer for the emergency exactly. use. Henry, get that shot. Let me know how it feels. Fucking start twitching and shit. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, man. Like yeah. if I turn zombie, bro, <laughs> we'll kill myself. Y'all think y'all get the vaccine? I think I am a believer of science, mm-hmm. like. Don't call me a Scientologist and shit. Really? I hate one of those fuckers. <laughs> I believe like, in science. <laughs> but like, but at the same time, like, typically how long a vaccine takes, like, this is breaking records. I'm like, dude, what would be the easiest slip up for a vaccine to happen? I get the fucking vaccine. Next thing you know, I really get the bad case of COVID or some shit. I don't know. So, okay. So, even but it's to interesting. That point, it is interesting. What's really interesting to me about this vaccine, or at least one of because there's two, right? Moderna and Pfizer's. But Pfizer is doing what's called an mRNA vaccine, right? And I'm no scientist. So, like, it, it's very confusing how it works. But I, I remember if I could just paraphrase of how it was explained, it's essentially like they take. I think they take a strain of DNA or am I, am a strain RNA? of COVID. Yeah. Well, like the RNA from it, right? The goal is to like block. So like how COVID is, it It looks like a crown, yeah. right? With all those little the spikes. Receptors. The, with the receptors, I think the goal is to like somehow block it those receptors, block the receptors from connecting with the cell, mm-hmm. I think is what the goal mm-hmm. is. Right. So it's like, it's it, but like the thing about it and I, and I, it's odd because in this one, I can understand why people are weary about it because like normally how they do vaccines is they take a dead cell of the covid cell and then they inject it to your body your antibodies attack it voila your anti your antibodies know how to fight it right? right that's normal right but this is like the first time we've ever had an mrna vaccine yeah. you have to get two shots for it and like one of the things that's really cool to me though i don't know if y'all seen that picture of that lady in uh, the uk yeah the first lady it. dude that picture is kind of like that's no, wait wait the first lady like melania mm-hmm. No, the, oh, first the first lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, Melania. Bro, like, I was like, hey, wait, like, fuck that. No, but like the first lady to get the vaccine, like yeah. that picture is nuts. Like, like just right. them wheeling her out in the wheelchair. She's borderline has like looks like she's about to cry. Everybody's cheering her on, like because it, like it, it's so symbolic of everything that we have been through in this year, right? Like we have been through turmoil. We've been like at least it's just a lot. You know what I mean? A lot's going on. You know, and so it's like. Whenever, <clears throat> whenever you have moments of, I would say, despair that last mm-hmm. a whole entire year to see an image like that of actual genuine human beings happy, clapping, like we've done something, we've had a successful attempt at this, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like that's a milestone that we've reached. And I hope it's a milestone that everybody realizes that we've reached. Now with that, don't get complicit. 
just because this vaccine is on the way, that don't mean to go act a fool so you can go get, get yeah, a go shot. Out and you shit. know what I mean? Because yeah. like, at least for me, how I see it, it is very much like we just need to lock down. We we need a lockdown. Like at least America, this is nuts. This is nuts. These cases yeah. are like like we hit over three thousand deaths a day, right? Yeah, it was a day. Yeah, that's insane. It is insane. <laughs> I feel like the United States. Uh, this is just my opinion, or this is how I view it. Yeah. Every other country is like practically almost over with it. Yeah. And why? It's because the government, first of all, supports the people mm-hmm. to lock down. Mm-hmm. And they give them the money so they're like, okay, I can live. Mm-hmm. I have money to mm-hmm. be in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Our people here, fuckers, 1,200. Yeah, that's, right? why, that's why a lot of people are against the lockdowns because, yeah. well, these families got to eat. There's always exactly. two sides to it. Exactly. But I don't know. Why is it so hard for us? Because we live in a capitalist country, bro. For a hundred percent. That, but like, what what boggles me is like, man, like these fuckers do not want to help out their people. No. They talk about, oh, it's gonna cost a lot of money, motherfuckers. Y'all spent yeah. more money on more dumb shit, bro. Like, the military budget is nuts. Like, bro, how much cool <laughs> shit you gotta have? You know what I mean? Like, like, I got, I got, I that's, that's the thing, though. Like, like that's some like I, I'm not gonna say that this is America, that's America, but like, you know how some people see is like the military. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to have the best military mm-hmm. in the world. And do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Oh, for sure. So well, it's because of the fears. Because with, so like, I, I forgot who I watched because it was interesting. Is that sooner or later, there's gonna there's competitions rising. Oh, for sure. Specifically China, of course. Yes. That's why a lot, of, that's why there's so much negative connotation to China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that's what like, is because they're going to be as equal or whatever like on power mm-hmm. and we had to stay up there mm-hmm. what have you but back to the main point of like we need to support the people oh, sure. to be in lockdown exactly some people there's some people that say oh but we don't but it's just sickness or what have you i don't really care if i get it bro but it's the people yeah, around me bro exactly like dude like my little my little brother has asthma mm-hmm. he cannot I, I i do not want to be the person at fault that he gets it mm-hmm. i don't know it's just it's, crazy it's it's, it's I'm sorry, but it's it's a weird thing, man. Like I was uh when my uncle came out of town and mm. we were talking about it and he said it just it's just it's so weird because some people get it and they're fine. And yeah. some people like I some people get it and they're like in you, critical fucking Yeah, and you don't yeah. you, you you obviously you don't know this, but back in June I got really sick. Mm. With COVID or See, I don't know. He doesn't know, okay, he didn't get know. tested, yeah. irresponsible. Yeah. I like to mention. Okay, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> no, Come you're on. not cutting that out. No, no, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so like, I got really sick, and and I was thinking myself, why am I getting? I'm fucking 22. I'm not yeah. fucking 82 yeah. in the verge of death. Like, it's and crazy. I think um, it's weird. I don't know. It's just weird. It hit me hard. Yeah, it hit bro. me hard for like four months. Yeah. I mean four months. Damn, I was like, <laughs> wait a second, dude. Yeah. That's not normal, bro. Uh, four days. Four days. No, mm-hmm. and that, that that's the scary part about it is like you just don't know who is gonna hit, how it's gonna hit you. You don't even know if you have underlying diseases. You know what I mean? Like, like, dude, like our healthcare system is kind of trash. It's, <laughs> trash. You know? it's so, fucking trash. So it's bro. very much like, like, dude, like people people aren't getting physicals. Like they don't they don't know what's going on. It's in fucking dog shit. You know what I mean? Like, and so like the thing that like one of the common misconceptions. I just hate this talking point so much. It's like, well, COVID kills. Or you survive at a ninety-eight percent rate, right? Like that's yeah. But you take too- a percentage of the population. I'm like, 
Not even that. So here's the that's here's, what I saw. here's how I see it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you can take the population as a percentage, but you can't look at that. That's a that's a just a flat rate, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta break that down, right? So at that at that ninety eight percent, which for a virus is pretty high. The flu I think is point two, right? Not two percent. That's that's literally what is that? If I'm doing my math right, twenty times more, <laughs> more dangerous than the mm-hmm. flu, right? But what you gotta do is you have to look at it by age group. Because even though it kills at that wholesale rate of 98%, by age group, it's different. 20 to 35 is going to have a better survival rate than 65 and on. 65 mm-hmm. is killing at like 5%. Yeah. That's kind of high. You can you know what I mean? Yeah, and also the highest, you know, the two highest in these cities right now? Hmm. It's Hispanics and, and black. Black people. Black people. And like, that's, that's the thing. It, it literally affects one of the things like that's so, in my opinion, just annoying about this country is like they won't. They can't face the facts that everything that they do, this like that's the talking point you heard this whole political cycle was it affects minorities disproportionately. Right? Black people at one point were dying at a rate three times higher than white people. Hispanics. Do you know why? One, they don't we don't have access to healthcare like right. white people do in this country, right? Uh, two, you got to understand, like, like if, if you really look at it, like people swear we've come a long way from civil rights. No, we are still uber segregated. Right. Yeah. Like, and so they put us in urban centers. Right. And then they put us like, like in the cities where you can't get like the clean access to water. You can't get that straight, uh, straight route to a hospital. You know what I mean? Like prime example, you look at Louisiana, like this is like, is one dude. Uh, you remember, I don't know if y'all seen that video where this dude's describing multiple parts of Texas and he calls the South part of Texas, the carcinogenic coast. Right. Cause like they have all their factories down there, but there's this one strip down the, I'm pretty sure it's the Mississippi and Louisiana where it's just black people. Right. But what, what a lot of corporations did is there's a river that walk that runs through it. They get their water supply from it, but they built their factories right along that river where all the black community is. It's poisoning their water. Right. So if you looked at what was going on there and then you look at if you watch the per capita of how many people were getting COVID there and then how many people were dying there, it was at a rate that was even four times higher than the national rate that people are dying at because we just they, they don't treat us the same. And that's the hard part about this, watching this, because that was another thing that, uh, going back to my point, it was a tumultuous year, especially in the black community. Yeah. We lost all of our idols. <laughs> before, Adam, before we go into that yeah. conversation, for people that don't know, Adam, what ethnicity are you? Oh, I'm definitely black. Yeah. So, <laughs> the reason why we were talking about this is because me and Henry want, our goal is to keep this podcast authentic as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I, we feel like, even though it's small right now, it's showing support for a movement. Right, mm-hmm. BLM, Black Lives Matter. We're just, yeah, we're because just trying. Like, well, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, man. I was just saying, like before, we're just trying to create a platform, a voice for anyone to come in yeah. and speak what they want to speak and speak their interests and what they want to put out to the world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I want to introduce. Like, that's why we're talking about that as well. So that's why we had Adam here today because mm-hmm. he's very knowledgeable. Um, for the, since I've known him. Unfortunately, I didn't touch him for quite a while, me, Henry. Yeah. But and, and like he said he's before the part off air, he's like, "Man, I'm black." So we're gonna, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "We gotta talk about black, black lives matter. matter." I was yeah, like, "You know, like, you know, you're right. You are black. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that black yeah, lives matter." Because like, and then also, you guys being minorities, y'all aren't y'all aren't far off from it. Y'all experience discrimination, whether it be as blanket or not. To y'all this are day, going, to this day, yeah, like, I mean, I feel down. like, oh, well, thankfully, well. With me, like, so I get lucky with police because every fucking ticket that says Caucasian, whatever. Okay. But no, I see it. It helps me, me a lot bro. because I swear to God, I've done shit that if it was a different race, yeah. if I was a darker skin yeah. skin tone, 
I would have gone take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro, like, they pull know, me over. Easy. They like pull up to my car. So you have drugs? I'm yeah. Like, Dear, sir, please. <laughs> but overall, <laughs> like what what we want to focus on is Black Lives Matter yeah. because these this community is getting hit the hardest. Oh, for what whatever's what, what's been happening, this community's been getting hit the hardest. You know, because like and like I just because people. First off, the first thing I want to even clear about Black Lives Matter is I like there's two rebuttals to it that bother me, right? There's all lives matter, and then there's blue lives matter, right? And like, of course, this is hard hitting right out the gate, but like, all lives matter. You have to understand that the message of Black Lives Matter isn't that Black Lives Matter more. No, it's just that hey guys, we have been treated less than human for 400, 500 years. Our lives do matter, guys. <laughs> like, like, and we we feel at to the point that. It doesn't, you know what I yeah. mean? Martin Luther King, he, I'm reading his book, Where Do We Go From Here, right? And he wrote it, I'm pretty sure in 1966. But if you listen to a lot of the stuff that he's saying, it resonates exactly with what is going on now, you know? And he says that there's a weird formula for how black people were described in the constitution, which is we were three fifths of a person, right? He says now in today's modern day, at least back in the sixties, uh, he said, it seems like the equation is that they're, 50% of a person, right? He said, to all the good things that white people have, black people have half of that, right? Of all the troubles that black people have to share, they have double the amount of troubles that we have to go through than white people, right? And it's one of the things like whenever you hear all lives matter, it's like, dude, yeah, we we understand that, but like, especially in the white community, like they need to understand that they made the system. So whenever you look at the beginning, whenever it's like we are three-fifths of a person, their mindset hasn't changed that much from it. Guys, we were segregated 50 years ago, 60 years ago. My dad lived through the civil rights Yeah, we're movement. not that far you from You know it. what I mean? Yeah. My dad lived from the civil rights movement. My mom was born just a little bit after it. Um, and then you go back before that, my, my grandmother was a nurse, and then her mother was a, was a sharecropper. Not that far. You know, it's not, not that, that far. far. You know what I mean? Like, it, it really just hits right there. So it's like, okay, well, <laughs> look, guys, like I said, we are getting killed by police, especially at a rate that is just insane. Did you guys know that? I think if I'm if I remember this correctly, it is, I think, 1.9% of police officers get prosecuted for the violence that they uh, commit against black people. You said nine. What was it? I think it's 1.9%. That's crazy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, I'm not gonna disagree with that because yeah, me the thankfully we do have Adam here talking about because like me and Henry, we see what's fucked up, but we don't know stats and yeah, uh, and it's I, very interesting. And I, I, the reason why I say that too is because I studied, I had, I did a a research paper on mm-hmm. police brutality mm-hmm. because I believe in, I've I didn't face brutality, but I faced mm-hmm. ra- racism mm-hmm. from a cop before. Mm-hmm. So like I believe in it, and I've done research that cops that there's higher per, uh, percent of a cop being more aggressive, more racist towards uh, a color person mm-hmm. than a white Absolutely. person. Absolutely, hundred Absolutely, because there's a there's a stigma. Black people get generalized in this country like crazy, right? Right. And then like even going back to that stat, like one point nine percent, two percent, let's round it. That means that is legal for an officer to kill black people. Like, if you're not going to get prosecuted, like, dude, Tamir Rice, the thing that, like, it hits hard because you, it hits home because you see it all the time. And it's people who look like you. And it's people, like, prime example, Tamir Rice is, was 12 when he was playing with a toy gun in a park. And then the cops, if you ever watch that video, it is a drive-by. The cop pulls up to Tamir Rice at the pavilion, opens the door, shoots Tamir, and then drives off. My little brother is 11, about to be in March. 
that shit can happen to him. I, like even to the point where it's like like if you want to like if you want to just not even focus on the outside story, the stuff that no. has happened to my family. My little brother was called the N word at ten. At ten, it shatters a kid's mm. innocence whenever they realize that the world does not see them the same as they see everybody else because of their skin color. And to have to come home from Flower Mountain to be like, he he, he punched the kid in the face. You know what I mean? But he got yeah. kicked. He was out of school for that day, right? Uh, and he's trying to process this. I had to come home and I have to tell my little brother, like, look, unfortunately, we live in a world where they genuinely just don't see you the same. That disrespect that you faced from the kid probably wasn't from the kid, but it most likely came from his parents and it just stemmed out. It's a cycle, right? You know what like, I mean? Would you think that like how oh, yeah, I don't how how you're raised it it goes up it just I don't know, I feel like it's a cycle of like how being racist is learned mm -hmm. from from family, right? Like learned. it's just a cycle. It's just a fucking cycle. Mm -hmm. And that's what's rough. Hopefully we come to that age where like more open minded people like once the older generation is typically the older generation that teach them. Yeah. Hopefully, like once we get older, it severely changes. Yeah. We're 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 definitely a more open minded group, mm -hmm. but that just time it takes time. But, but Joe, I think I think one of the things y'all are open minded because y'all are also minorities. You know, that's I, mean? true. I, th I honestly think minorities are growing up to inherently care, right? Because our history is just us being brutalized, right? So like we are we are brought up to be like, hey. Don't do that. This happened to us. Don't do that. Right. And so that's why it's yeah. even funny watching. Like I was listening to like a video. I think it was an interview from essentially the sixties in which uh, one of the civil rights activists, he says that he was like, one of the reasons why white people have their reaction to black power. Right. is because they feel that we, once, if we get any inkling of power, we'll turn around and do the same thing that they did to us. One, like the reason why that's not going to work is we are only 13% of the population, bro. Mm -hmm. Let black people turn on 74% of people. We yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're dead, bro. Yeah, it's like, over, man. This ain't over. no fucking. <laughs> you know, but like even even past that, like, uh. no, we're we're raised to be compassionate people. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just a matter of getting rid of the stereotypes, realizing that the stereotypes of the black community are based in systemic issues. Like prime example, why are black people always in ghettos? Ghettos? Because we got redlined out of suburbs for years, for years, we couldn't move into suburbs. Like if you go to even suburbia now, you're not going to see that many black people because That's true. most of them live in the urban yeah. communities. That is modern day segregation. Because do you think that, we, like, do you think we want to live in cities on top of each other? No. no. We, you know how much shit. land there is in the yeah, <laughs> nobody country, wants that you know shit. what I mean? Like, we, we do want just equality, but the sense of equality, is, like, the definition is different from black people to white people. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. Like, one thing that always interests me is, like, with this police brutality, like, what goes through these? I know they're, I'm just curious, what the fuck goes through their brain? Whatever. How can you think that's fucking okay? Like, how do you think that, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm always, in, I'm, I'm just like, so, how can you be so fucked up, right? right? Other than learning from your family, your parents. Right? But, like, here's the thing, like, you say what's going through their brain. Yeah. Why, if you watch George Floyd's situation where the guy is literally on his neck for eight minutes. There's two, yeah, there's two scary parts about it for me, right? There's one just watching him on the ground, right? Pleading for his mom who's already dead. That's nuts. You know what I mean? That, mm -hmm. that's, that's at the point where he's coming to the conclusion that he's going to join her. Yeah. The other part about it is watching that officer's face. He had an audience. 
he's looking around and he sees people looking at him. He's not, and it's just, yeah. yeah, I'm on this nigga's neck. Yeah. Do something about it. I have a badge and a gun. I can get away with this. That's what it I is. I feel like that's what's scary to help people on those situations, man. Like, what would typically, because I don't know. I don't know if y'all know, like, what happens if that that time was different and someone pushed that cop off of him? What would have been the worst thing that could have happened? Uh, shot. You think uh, so? At that see, time. like, I don't, th- that's the big, I don't know, right? Do you yeah. sit there idly by and do nothing? Because at that point, he pulled an audience. That audience is enough to overpower three cops, you know? But it is also the fear of what happens to me if I do this? Because guess what? It's written in the law. If you interfere with an arrest, huh? you're going to yeah. jail. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just like, I'm just like, man, it, it was very sad watching that video. Yeah. Very sad. And, I mean, it's not the first that's ever, of like... With George Floyd's death, I'm like, it's not the first, unfortunately. It's not going to be the last. I, I, I wish there's going to be a day where it's the last. I, I, I know Words that's what? like a fucking. Like the last. Okay. The last yeah. death from police brutality. And I think there is going to be a day where it's the last. Yeah. Kind of. This is part of Because like, I was watching the video. I made a great point. Through generations, black people are nonetheless still getting wealthier, smarter, and getting access to better uh, like healthcare, education, things like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll take education off of that list because, like, <laughs> yeah, because I feel <laughs> like have... with education, like, dude, it's like setting up people for failure. If you do not give these people the resources, mm-hmm. there was a video that was posted a while back. It was this guy that did experiment with young teenagers. Um, and he would say statements, and if it relates to you, you take a step forward. Mm-hmm. All these statements only relate to like people with like white families mm-hmm. with and like everybody that was left behind mm-hmm. were minorities mm-hmm. like who grew up with the father who has money for bugs mm-hmm. like they were just left behind and mm-hmm. he explained to them like these are the advantages you guys get mm-hmm. and these are the disadvantages that they come out right off the gate exactly this is what these are their cards and that's what right? we're talking about when we're like dude this is systemic like one of the major things about it is like i don't understand how people don't realize that black people have no generational wealth right none one of the craziest stats ever like dude this is mind-blowing the net worth y'all know how network worth debt to what you own right mm-hmm. so uh the net worth that they found in a study by boston globe was in uh boston white people's net worth was two hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars. do you know take a guess at what the black net worth was i'm gonna say ten thousand or less i'm gonna agree I'm gonna say ten thousand or less. Eight dollars. Whoa. Eight. Eight, bro. <laughs> like, I was right but, I mean, by yeah, a huge fucking margin. You but know, yeah, like, dude, like that's the that's the issue that we're going in. Like, black people are thirteen percent of the population, and we are only three percent of the economy. What does that tell you? That there's no money. Like, we're feeding into the economy, but there's no money for us. Yeah. It's hard, dude. I feel. Uh, I don't but, know, man. I don't know why. I don't know. It's just something. No, no, no. Can I say something? Sure. I've uh, obviously with everything going on, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I did. I stayed tuned. Like, obviously mm-hmm. I know what's going on due to social, social mm-hmm. media and stuff like that. And I heard this quote and I forget who says it. So whoever says it, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, I, I, I agree or disagree. Racism isn't racism isn't growing. It's only just being recorded. 
racism isn't growing it's always just been recorded like okay. racism now is like people are saying it's getting worse like no it's not getting worse it's it's now being recorded mm-hmm. like it's being We're, caught mm-hmm. it's, it's being, being caught witnessed. now mm-hmm. it's being yeah. witnessed i think that's like with everything that i think i think that's absolutely right right i think honestly because like that's with everything that's with everything everything that we're doing like we're we now have access to information in a way like now we're like, oh, our government is kind of corrupted right now. They're not doing that. We wouldn't have known that in 2001, 2002. You know what I mean? But when it comes down to like even that, like, yeah, like that's even what my dad said growing up whenever he was getting his ass beat by police in New York. He was like, bro, they didn't have no body cams. But <laughs> but now they have yeah, those body cams. Yeah, how long cams, can it know? take? Like, it's crazy. Like, body cams are pretty recent for They're the very tech. Recent. For our tech that we have as the United States, the tech that we have, the mm-hmm. tech that's out there, dude. Why the fuck did it take so long to get a fucking because they body cam? Right? Yeah. I'm telling you, they're like, they're like, don't, don't record us. Let, yeah. us, just, let us be boys. Let, yeah. us, <laughs> let, us, let us do our thing. Know. You know, like it, it is scary. Like how much? I don't know. Do you guys think like these people have that much confidence because they got that badge? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yes, oh yes. That's why. Because the, like, if you want to, if, if you listen to like a, a lot of the lingo badge. of the cops, it's. <clears throat> You have to respect me because I'm a police officer. And my I've always believed that you never respect the title, you respect the person behind the title. Yeah. Right? So like just because you got blue on my dude, nah. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna give you that respect unless you give me a reason to respect you. Like because like I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that every experience with cops that I've had has been bad. I work with cops in Flower Mound. I've been pulled over by cops who've given me warnings, you know what yeah. I mean? However, it is still just a potentially more dangerous situation. For me, <laughs> getting yeah, pulled you, over by one because you just don't. At this point no. in time, like it's preferred to not be pulled over, you know, especially for, especially for the black community and yeah. having that risk, man. Like that's just fear, bro. That's fucking fear. Yeah, I mean, y'all remember what? Y'all remember I got pulled over by seven cops, by that's, seven yeah. cops because you told we looked, me that story, yes, yeah. dude. Because we looked like we fit the description. Tell the story, bro. Okay, so I remember I'm I am 16 at this point, right? I don't have my driver's license yet. I only have my permit. This is literally like Mike Brown, he got killed by the police officer like two weeks before this, right? And so like I remember I'm with my dad. We're just getting my hours in. We're driving up 1709. This is a street in Kelly, right? And so like as we're driving, I see one police officer come out, pull out. And he's like behind us, right? I was like, okay. I'm just gonna go the speed limit, you know what I mean? I yeah. I'm not doing nothing wrong, right? We turn right, excuse me, we turn left and we're going up like the main road. 1709 is a pretty busy road. Uh, and so I looked to my left, and I think out of, it was out of like, you know where, uh, what is it? Not Woolies, Freddy's, the, the ice cream place. Mm-hmm. Like two more cops come out, right? And I'm like, uh, all right, like cool, noted. Mm-hmm. And we're going up, we're driving down and we're past the mail station, we're coming up to O'Reilly's, another cop comes out, right? I'm just like, yo, what is going on? Right All these now? are behind you? So I didn't realize that because I'm I'm a shitty ass driver, bro. <laughs> I've only been, <laughs> been driving yeah. for like so long, right? Yeah. So I'm just la di da di da, just driving. But I, I realized my dad is on edge. He's like, what the fuck? And so we get up, like two more cops come out from the mail station, and then we're getting up to mm-hmm. the light. And now we're going down 377 Main Street. So if you know that road, the speed limit, it goes from like 45 to 35, and you get caught. Yeah, bro. I've been pulled right? up like that twice. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, did you see the speed limit? Like, so did like, that, like, that speed limit changes like that? I'm like, <laughs> okay. Right. I guess. And so you're just sitting here, like, okay. So I remember I'm at the light. The light's red. We're trying to turn left, going back home. And my dad is like, are they behind us? Look in the rear view. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, all right, do not 
go over the speed limit whenever you're going down this road. Now, I am still like this. Because like, I'll put it this way. Growing up, like you, race, being black, you're not aware of the racism going on. Young, at least. Especially growing up in a completely white like mm-hmm. neighborhood, right? So you're just like, oh, I'm chilling, bro. Like, what? Yeah. He's like, don't go over the speed limit. I'm like, okay. So like, I'm like, my foot's shaking and yeah. shit, right? <laughs> so, you see like, the little fucking guy all just shaking. It's all in the toe pressing. Yeah, like yeah, a fucking bowl. <laughs> just a big toe pressing. <laughs> so like, I'm like, okay, God damn, like they're right on my ass, right? And so like the moment I, I'm looking at the speedometer, like really close, I'm just watching it. 36 <laughs> everything lights up and so i'm like no way bro so like i'm like okay and there's like the methodist hospital right and like 377 right yeah like you oh, know, know that, that. Is that, it is the methodist or baylor or something like that it's, it's the one like, right next to qt right next to qt and like yeah. that, it's like, like a baylor or something yeah. no yeah. it's Scott. like health alliance i don't know something yeah like, it's, okay. a, it's, it's a, a hospital. hospital we know what we're talking about yeah we got you and so and so i pull in there and i and i park right and so, like, now I'm sitting here, like, okay, what the fuck? Because, like, I'm watching them come in, and they're just coming in, coming in, coming in. And they're, like, making a little barrier. Like, a, they're surrounding a hospital for who? Like, I, like I'm like, dude. This, Fucking, they brought backup. They, they, got the, is, they brought the mean? SWAT team. Like, did somebody go on, like, a killing spree in Keller? And we don't, yeah. <laughs> we don't know about this, right? So, like. We get like the officer. I'm I am shaking now because I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 this is nuts, right? Officer gets out of his car, hand on hip, right? I'm watching him come out, and I'm just like, okay, okay, this is I'm not liking this energy right now. Right. Taps, you know how they do, they tap like a little light in the back, rolls down the window. I roll down the window, right? And I guess he looks at me and my dad. My dad's pissed, my dad is pissed, <laughs> right? And so he's like, my dad just out the gate, why did you pull us over? Officer had nothing to say because I think they realized at that moment, oh, this is a kid and his dad. Like, this ain't who we looking for, right? And so he goes, he looks around, looks around. Oh, yeah, your registration's out of date. My dad popped off. He was like, oh, my registration's out of date. So you use seven cops, seven, mm-hmm. seven, not even cops, but just patrol cars. You know what I mean? You use seven SUVs. To tell me that my registration is yeah. out of date. Nah, something else is going on. Dude, I hate that you know bullshit, I mean? bro. Like, they like, bullshit. Like, they can't just say, oh, we fucked up. You Sorry. Know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be, I would have been so pissed if a seven, eight call pull up. Gangster, sir, your taillights out. In that moment, like, it's so traumatizing because yeah. you're like, yo, what did I do? And yeah, he's like, yeah, yo, registration out of date. I'm going to leave y'all with a warning. But, like, and you know, they don't leave, they don't give warning for registration, but they knew you fucked up. <laughs> so he I'm was like, like but give, give me that one so exactly and so like i was sitting there like all right like that was nuts and that was like i think that was like the moment one of the first moments where i kind of like is my rational awakening like oh whoa right. this is a this is a Sucks, crazy dude. No, i don't even say that i i like i don't honestly say i'll never forget like dude y'all viewers I've had so much racist shit happen in my life. Like, people that don't sucks. understand. Like, this shit is on the daily. You know what I mean? Microaggressions or be all, or, uh, I'll be outright. You know what I mean? And so, like, prime example, I'll never forget. I'm on, I'm on my, my football team was segregated as fuck. Deadass, right? And it was because there's one day, this nigga, bro, Nathan Batova. <laughs> oh, shit, come out, names. Oh, shoot, yeah. Uh, his name's not like Nathan Batova. Nah, name who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but nah, so Nathan comes, and Nathan comes late as hell. Nathan is a diva wide receiver, bro. So I'm sitting here like, we have to do we have to do laps across the field back and forth because he's late. We can't practice and whatnot. 
and Nathan Matoba comes out and he's just strolling, he's just jogging on, right? Taking his sweet ass time while right. we running this shit, right? And like, of course, like we are, we're mad, we're upset, but all of a sudden we hear this one dude. Now nah, I'm not gonna say his name, but he goes just off the top. He goes, "We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you, fucking niggas, bro." Straight hard R, hard R. That just and makes so, like, so fucking dude. Bad. And so I'm sitting here like I'm like, well, did I hear that right? Now, lucky him. He got away with it because that dude what he got away with it because he was the fastest dude in the school. So like there's one white dude who can say it and get away. Like literally it was him. He was like, the he fastest? Could, he was, yes, that dude was lightning fast. I'm not gonna lie. He was like he was Holy speedy, shit. bro. I, hate, I hated it. So if he wanted to if he wanted to take off, he was out, bro. Holy shit. That's when you know, shoot the leg. You shoot the leg. You know what? <laughs> but he says it, I'll never forget all the black dudes. We are all like, hey man. Run that shit then. <laughs> like, if you so bold to say that, right? That so, like, crazy. they had to separate us, right? I'll never forget. Like, at that moment, it's just like, now you realize, okay, who's hanging out with him after this? Because we, we see you. We understand if you hang out with him after this, we see where your morals lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? He literally just disrespected in the most blatant and offensive Dude, way that is half so of your team. Fucked and up. That's, so, I'll never forget. Like, we're playing, uh, we're playing Fossil. And it's a, it's the the game is like rained out like this is just pouring. There's a storm overhead. And we're just waiting for the storm to pass. And so we're just, we're all stuck in a locker room together, right? And it's very much just like, like I said, half of the room just black people, the other half is just white. Oh shit! That's like that's, that's like that's what it's like. You know what I mean? It's, it's daily events that you can't escape. So it's like when when black people tell you like, no, nah, this shit is for real. That, that shit is for real, bro. I believe. No, I think I, I think that's it. why a lot of. Uh, I'll say white folks out there really don't, um, you know, it's because they don't know. They don't know. They're not educated. Exactly. As we say that, though, when we say that, we don't mean everybody. We're not generalizing everybody. But no, here, I'll, I'll actually correct that. I don't know. I, I'll say, say, I'll say, say no, I, I'm generalizing. I, I think that's one of the white, one of the problems with white people is they cannot stand to be generalized. However, they but generalize they do it, right? everybody else. That's a good, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I retry my statement. You know what I mean? Because like, hey, if you look y'all. at it, right? Not, not in the sense of fuck y'all, but if you look <laughs> at it, right? White people are the only ones who can be racist, right? They are the ones that have put the, they, they reap the benefits of the system that they have created. And that system intentionally stifles minorities, right? And I'm not saying that all white people are racist. Like, look at this election total. Eight million people voted for Biden. Some of them could even still be potentially racist. But when you're a black person, you have to also take account on the other side. Seventy four million people voted for Trump. Yeah, that's nuts, bro. So, like, now imagine now I have to walk in this world and recognize that either about half of the people that I come across that are Mm -hmm. white are potentially racist. So I go up to a group of 10 white people. Five of them are looking at me sideways. You know what I mean? That's pretty and, But like, even in Texas, in Texas is worse. In Texas, I could go to a group of ten white Fucking people. Seven, and seven, seven, to eight. Them, <laughs> seven, seven, eight of them are like, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? And whether it be outright or underlying, it's still a, it, how black people have to maneuver in this world because of that. Just alone is you have to watch the circles that you get intertwined with. Because if you're in a circle that is it's potentially uh, predominantly white, right, and then you go to hang out with that group of friends that is also predominantly white. What, how many of people in their circle are also racist? How many people in their circle have ulterior motives? You know what I mean? 
And so it's like you just have to be careful. Now, I'm not saying that we're all scared of white people. No, but yeah. white people just have to pass a vibe check before we're like, okay, yeah, vibe <laughs> you know check. what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, like that's how I see it, and like it's, and that's where it comes to that generalization. It is me calling your group of people out for what your group of people are doing. How are you, if you mm-hmm. feel attacked about it, that's because it's probably coming from a deep set sense of guilt. Damn, dude, this month, this dude just jumping. <laughs> you fucking... know what I mean? It's a matter of what you do with that guilt. Do you take that guilt to be compassionate about it uh-huh. and recognize that that yeah, you know, this is kind of fucked, and this is what my people do, or do you get defensive? Because if you get defensive, then we see where you lie. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. it, now that at that point, your defense is coming from pure ignorance because it's a fact that this is going on. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like you didn't like. I, like one of the things that's mind-boggling to me is like we forgot one guy. Ahmaud Aubrey, right? People are like, oh, racism doesn't exist. Dude, Ahmaud Aubrey was jogging through a neighborhood and two white people, not even police officers, just white people, came out and hunted his ass. Oh, and yeah, killed his ass. That, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that was before George. Like, that was, a, it was a triple whammy of like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. what are y'all doing? Because like, I'll put it this way. Take your, remove yourself from America, right? You're watching what this country does from the outside. You're in, you're overseas, right? And you're just hearing about the news for for hundreds of years the news that you're gonna get about america is oh they hunt black people they hunt they are sport in this country and that's not fair like that's not a world that we want to live in that's what we're trying yeah. to change we don't want to be sport you know it's funny because like black people are only 13 percent of the population of america that's rare that is rare and for we know how capitalistic this society is you know what i mean but they like that's the one rare item that they do not treat like a commodity they kill us (laughs) instead and that's what's happening across the board in every city Uh, you know uh, so i don't know i think so let me ask you this shoot what do you think has to happen for i guess to put in simple terms to be better or get better education Education okay. needs to not, like one of the things that we preach too much is uh, American exceptionalism. I, so I, I CNN, I can't remember his name, but he put it this way. I, I've been brought up in a way that we cannot believe the myth and legends of the American people because they, those myths and legends that they hear of the greatness of white people of back then, all they have done is harmed us. So we can't believe those fairy tales. Because that's what they are, the fairy tales. That's not what they did. Nigga, fucking Thomas Jefferson had sex with his slave and then his kids out there in the fields. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, dude, like, this is not a great man. Just because he came, yeah, he came up with this this doctrine, but you have to, under, uh, being the uh, Declaration of Independence, but you have to understand that, even the Constitution, you have to understand that they did evil things. They, they allowed evil things. Well, why are we worshiping men who said that a group of people are three-fifths of a person? You know what I mean? It comes down to that education. And that's mm-hmm. what I've always felt is like it, it needs to be of, of better education or it has to come from better education. The part about American exceptionalism is would do in order to get better, you have to learn from your mistakes, right? You have to. But if you don't teach your mistakes, how are you going to get better? You're going to think that everything was perfect and it wasn't. We went, we went through years of just brutalization. There's one, like, even like, look at what happened to the Native Americans. Yeah. Wiped off of, the, off of the face of this country, really. 
you know so it's like you 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 got it you if you teach the mistakes the mistakes aren't i think they're just too most white people are just too scared to learn about their mistakes because at the core basis of it right you peel away the great stories of whiteness and you only hear about the the darkness that has been done by y'all's people how does that make you feel about yourself and knowing that you're capitalizing off of the darkness and the the destruction that they have done your ancestors albeit right so it's like you have to but you just have to that's why uh there's a thing called the 1619 project in which they're trying at least the democrats are trying to push it that we we do teach the mistakes of our country that's how that's you want to if you want to watch how you fix this watch how germany came out of nazi germany modern day germany came out of nazi germany you know what they did? They, it was education. They said, this is why this happened. This is what we did. Let's not do it again. I'm going to show you everything we did. There's moments, there's there's literally, there's pathways on the streets of Germany that have the names of all the Jewish people that were killed in the Holocaust. So you look down, you were looking at that. It is just that it's just subliminal messaging. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you just have, we just need to be more educated on this sense, on the matter. You know what I mean? Like, did you guys learn about Tulsa? Uh, uh, Black Tulsa in uh, college whenever there was the one I would say out of three centers of black wealth where white people literally bombed the shit <laughs> out of that city and destroyed any potential chance for generational wealth you look at Rosewood in Florida like there, it's it's it happens everywhere Whoa. so dude like, it's nuts they, they like they, they say that it was like mass killing like thousands of people potentially have died in that in that instance because somebody lied about what a black person did, why people got mad, <laughs> and they said this can't exist anymore. You know, so it's just it's crazy. It man. is nuts. That's is cra- nuts. that's like literally. I just I don't know. Like, as you put a lot of things in perspective you know? for me. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's and that's the thing. I think it just people just need that perspective. You know what I mean? Like they like it's the craziest fact. Like another crazy stat: seventy five percent of white friend, people don't have black friends. It's a lot of people. Fuck, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that—that's oh, a lot of people. So how are they supposed to know our story when they don't yeah. hang out? And I, f- and I feel like um, I'm not trying to go down this rat hole of the media rabbit hole. Or I'm just, it's same shit. It's animal. Yeah, it's just like the media too. Man. Mm-hmm. The media portrays it how? The media, like just what the media shows you. Yeah, they want they show people like. It's what they want you to what see. they want to agenda you know? bro. Oh, for sure fear yeah. you for know? sure like it's, just, it's sure. crazy man I, and that's what 2020 put in perspective for mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. I would all say, that because like at that moment everybody had to sit down and watch the screen whether yeah. you watch media social media but it. it's crazy to think that um you know sadly what happened to george floyd and it sucks that it had to happen to him but like it has opened all of our eyes yeah well yeah, I would say it has opened a lot of people's eyes. Honestly, like if you like, like it was nuts. Cause how it, many protests yeah, were happening? Because lockdown, people are angry. Oh yeah, a lot of people. And obviously, it twenty twenty sucks for all of us, but obviously, it's worse for others. You know. <laughs> and then, obviously, boom, George. It's just like this weird thing of lockdown, Corona, and then mm-hmm. everyone's pissed, and then mm-hmm. boom, George Floyd gets killed, <laughs> and just it's pure rage. <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know what I'm saying? The media just mm-hmm. like uh, it's just craziness mm-hmm. after craziness, man. No, it is wild. But I went to a protest. I went to a protest in Denton, right? One of the beautiful things. Oh, I think things Anthony about was in there. Yeah, I think he was I think too. He was yeah, in there. Uh, Anthony. Bro. Uh, I uh, one of the crazy things about being in the protest is that 
you, it wasn't just all black people. It was a rainbow. It was everybody of every ethnicity is out there. That's good to see. Hearkening for your people. You know what I mean? And that's exactly, it's good to see. That's what needs to happen. So like, as much as I talk about like the disparage or the disparity of it all, I, I, I'm pretty hopeful. I honestly feel like this generation, especially with the access uh, to knowledge that we have that the previous generation did not, mm -hmm. they are going to become more quote unquote woke yeah. <laughs> about the situations going on. Yeah. You know Hopefully I mean? more open-minded, man, exactly. because like, dude, like how can you look at someone else and think they're totally different from you man exactly everybody's like, gonna end up on yeah. that floor boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody's gonna end up six feet everybody's gonna bleed red it's yeah, yeah. that's, that's what that my shit. uncle just said the other day mm. he, he, he said uh, my uncle he's very um uh my uncle he's crazy but he was like he's like man fuck he's like these rich people think they're better than me i'm gonna be, be buried right next <laughs> to them and i'm gonna be like what's mm -hmm. up motherfucker you wanna, yeah, I mean, you you wanna know, know why though like why people see it differently I like in a capitalist system you have to understand that race is weaponized right because you in order to get a working class you have to marginalize somebody right mm -hmm. because you, imagine how much the world would change if we could just look past the fact that i'm black you're right you're white but we're both broke as shit. <laughs> like, like, like at that point, there's a common ground that we have that we could all unite against and be like, hey, we're the wealthiest country in America, yet we got food lines out the ass while Jeff yeah. Bezos made 147. Oh, dude, dude, I took the fucking dude out of my... You know dude, what I was mean? about to say, yo, like Jeff Bezos... I know you don't need all that money, you know, boy. You really don't. You get it back, man. You don't. Dude, like how much money he... I think... Like all the like the top one percent, I think they have so much money. So much, you can't do anything can't with all of it. it. That's too much. There's it a max, yeah. But there's right. a fucking max that well, you can exactly. do. There's yeah. there's something. There's a fucking ceiling for y'all that y'all have made for y'all selves. That dude, Jeff Bezos gives out a million. Motherfucker will so, make that back in a day, or exactly. he probably no, not even a day, like a minute. more, dude. This man divorced his wife, and he's richer now more mm -hmm. than ever. Like, mm -hmm. motherfucker, give me some more money. Bro. <laughs> dude, like that's what, know? like, I'm just curious. Like, so y'all remember how so many people donated to the fucking church that got burnt up? I forget. Not knowledgeable on that. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, the one in England, or yeah, was it like or the UK like, or something like that? It's in the UK. Yeah, I know. Where it was like actual like rich people donating church. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that was in Paris, though. Was it Paris? Was yeah, it Paris? It was okay. Paris. I'm like, man, y'all, oh, they, they donated. No, I don't think they. But they donated money like easily. Easy. I'm like, bro. Like y'all dudes can donate a million and you will not notice a difference, bro. I know you ain't gonna miss a comma in that bank account. You know that comma is mean? gonna stay there. Exactly. You're not bro. gonna see it. But I feel like I don't know. Why do they think like that? Why do who think like what? Like why do the top one percent? I mean, I guess it goes back to that that stand. Back to what you said is like. It's capitalism. It's capitalism as fuck. Why the fuck do I want to? Like one thing that people need to realize is we like. As weird as this, this isn't a democracy, we live in an oligarchy. We live in an oligarchy that's right now under minority rule. Like when I mean minority rule, I'm talking about Republicans. Republicans do not have the popular ideology. Republicans have lost the last four popular votes. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we're living here with a six foot or six foot three, a six three conservative swing in the Supreme Court. Even though for like the last twenty years we have voted. Hey, let's get let's get some liberal agenda in here. Yeah. But no, like we, the, the 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 honestly, in my opinion, the the start to changing everything is get rid of the 
fucking electoral college, bro. There is no reason why we should be playing chess. That is true. I think. It's, I think. Okay, electoral college, dude. That is so whack to it's me. It's whack, bro. Like, it's whack. You win popular vote, but guess what? These more important states, because they have. I don't get that. It doesn't like, make why? any sense. Like, why do I have to wait? Potentially for Florida of all <laughs> places to decide my fate, bro. Yeah. Like we. We all know that Electoral college Like the swing states Essentially Like it's crazy It is, it is crazy It's weird Like man. those states Like oh And that's all you hear Is like oh Hey look how much I'm not gonna go into Details of politics But like We got A With the most pop Popular votes mm-hmm. Oh but guess what This guy mm-hmm. He lost popular votes But mm-hmm. he got the Important states mm-hmm. You know, you know it's, weird. it's so weird but it, It's funny <laughs> as hell Watching Like I'm not gonna lie I I, I I laugh at Republicans now because like it's funny because they call liberal snowflakes for so long, so long, and then they get their ass handed to them in the election, and now they're like, "We're suing everybody, y'all. These votes don't count. This is whack. This is whack." And then like I'm sitting here like, "Bro, like no, like you didn't see like we were crying. Yeah, we were upset when Trump got elected, but we conceded instantly. We're like, yeah, Yeah. damn, nigga, this about to be a tough four years. (laughs) You know what I mean? But now they're like, like did did y'all know that Texas is leading a lawsuit to try to get to the Supreme Court? I said to my Twitter. girlfriend, I was like, bro, is like, this state really going to do this? And they what? did. The Supreme Court today said, get that shit out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's really like, it just makes no sense. Like, it's like. Greg like, Abbott's next, lost. baby. That's all I'm going to say, <laughs> dude. Um, y'all lost. I want to quickly, like, first of all, I was going to say, like, that's great. Like, literally, like, I'm like thinking about life and shit. <laughs> but uh, real quick, for, I'll say the last 10 minutes of the episode, something I really want to touch on. And mm-hmm. this it's because you talked about it briefly, mm-hmm. but it means a lot to me, and and that's a lot of things. And because of COVID, COVID, and two years, uh, the past two three years, mm-hmm. something that um, and I know, or something I learned in Cali, bro. And I don't think I don't know if you remember this. We were high as fuck, mm-hmm. but we t- we had a deep conversation. Oh, yeah. bro, you know what I'm saying? And I've noticed that like me and you were kind of like like minded. Oh, we very think, much. We're, so. we're, we're very open minded, and uh, something that uh. You mentioned a little bit. You said when you move, I want to talk two things. Mm-hmm. You said when you move into the new apartment, you had a panic attack. Oh yeah, and I, it's, it's weird. We were talking about like politics no, and stuff. Or, you know what I'm either. saying? It's all molded together in some way. Mental health, el- yeah. illness. So, the panic attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. You said that you've always pushed it away, right? Yes. Is that so? You've dealt with this before. Like prior, to, like panic attacks. Yeah, and panic like attacks, anxiety, anxiety attacks. attacks. So, like, I would say that I dealt with it, but I didn't recognize what it was when they came. So, mm. it, because I, I honestly feel like growing up, I've always struggled with how to handle my emotions and feelings. You know what I mean? Like, it's very, it's emotions are odd, man. Like, like, why do I feel like this? And then when you can't come to the conclusion as to why you feel some type of way, you get scared as hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And you're just like, yo, like. I, I don't have the answers. If somebody else had the answers, you look around, somebody else gives you an answer you don't want, and then you're just like, that didn't help me. Yeah. And then you spiral. You know what I mean? And so, like, whenever I was sitting there in the, that apartment com- com- or in the, my apartment, and I was just like, dude, like, it was just a lot. Like, the realization of, okay, I'm on my own. At least it felt like that in that minute. And now, one of the lessons that I learned about being in my own is I do have a good support system. I have my friends and I have my family who have helped me through a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in that moment, it's, you're just like, wow, this is, it, it makes you confront the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're very much like, oh, 
Like this world is a lot bigger than I thought. There's a lot more things going on. This is what I have to do to get by. What is the rule books? How do you do this? Right. And so like my major milestone for me was being out for a year. Yeah. Whenever I had that one year anniversary, August 21st, August 21st this year, I was like, okay, I made it. And the milestones I set, now that I'm here, I have a little bit more money in my pocket than I had from whenever I came in here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to be disparaged of. I even figured out, like, even if you're financially low, right, money, if you just keep working, money's going to come. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about that. There's so many things about that. And then even, like, peak pandemic, I remember I was cutting it close on rent. I was like, okay, like, bro, I haven't been to my other job in a minute. They ain't getting back to me with my aid, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? And my cousin, uh, DJ, he hit me up, and he was like, hey, how much is your rent? I'm going to knock that shit out for you. Right. He knocked that shit out for me, and that kept me afloat for three months because he did that. Right. That $600 payment went so long to keep me on my feet, to keep my credit score from getting ruined. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Things like that, because like I said, it's a matter of who you surround yourself with after the fact. You know, when you have those moments, like I said, you have those moments of crisis. It's funny whenever you're spiraling how simple the answers can be. Yeah, it, when you're in that situation, I feel you're so focused in that chaos. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, and the reason why I, br I bring this up, man, because I mean, obviously, all the all everything that happened to you, you're, you're in uncharted territory. Mm -hmm. You're like, so. what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I bring this up because I mean, it's been rough, and I I don't think I've ever told this last year, dude. Like, I've I've always like 2019 was rough for me. Yeah. Like. Like super rough, yeah. and uh, I was having panics on mm -hmm. daily, mm -hmm. every fucking day. I was just mm -hmm. freaking the fuck out, mm -hmm. and um, and it was hard, you know. Like I've had, I was having panics, anxiety attacks. I couldn't mm -hmm. sleep. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then and it's it's weird because at the time I wasn't living here. Mm -hmm. I was uh, it was a lot of situations leading to that, but I was li uh, living with my brother in apartments. Mm -hmm. I was just not in a good place, mm -hmm. you know, and um. And I was just so focused on that chaos. Yeah. You know, you're just, like we said this in the podcast before, it just, when stuff like that happens, you're more focused on the negative than the positive. Exactly. Exactly. And like, I, like I'll put it this way. My brother has gone through some of the hardest things I've seen, right? Especially with, what people don't talk about a lot is the toll of being black in America hits your mental health like crazy bro right. you know what i mean so like he went especially after the protest he went through it a lot right and i'm on i'm on he's very much an, an uber introvert right so his, an uber introvert like like crazy introverted okay, like he's yeah, yeah. really like yeah. he, like his room is everything <laughs> that's yeah. his world you know what i mean outside of rocket league but but like he, he just went through it right and so it puts it like it puts you in big bro mode like, for those who don't know i'm the oldest of two brothers right right and so it puts you in big bro mode because watching him go through what he had to go through it is you can't let them it's watching somebody fall deeper and deeper into a pit and you can't let them fall any deeper. You have to bring them up. And what what do they see whenever they're looking up as they fall? Light. You have to just show mm -hmm. them that light. You know what I mean? Like, I, as much as I, like, I even, I talk big now, like, yeah, this positivity, you just got to find the light. But there's moments where I don't even believe that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It, it, you know it, what I mean? It's, it just comes and goes in its phases. But as long as you stick to a motto and you realize that everything's going to be okay, the worst thing that can happen is death. 
Yeah. And once you come to terms with that, like, like, bro, we're all going to die. Like, <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But while you're alive, what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. You, I, I do feel like that people are absolutely genuinely in control of their destiny. I don't think there's any pre-written script. I don't, I don't believe in fate. Yeah. I believe that you have, it's like a telltale game. You can make a, you, you can make one choice, A, B, C, or D. And whatever choice you make is going to spiral into another web of another amount of choices you can make. Mm-hmm. It's all a matter of making the right choices. And you're not going to all the time. All right. But just make more right choices than wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be good. Yeah. You know? I think that's something everyone needs to, like, always, especially now, dude. Like, something I, I think I talked to him about him about or something, like, like mental, like, something that makes me happy. Like, so I, I still go to school. Mm-hmm. And, like, before the corona, I seriously thought I wasn't ever going to go back to school. You didn't think you were going to go back? Yeah, okay. I didn't go back. Because I was going to study kinesiology. Okay. And, uh, but anatomy kicked my ass to yeah. the point where I said, man, fuck this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then COVID happened, and then I went through some bullshit over the past two, three years. Yeah. And it, it made me realize, like, number one thing that's, from my opinion, that's super important is mental health, mm-hmm. illness, mental mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. And especially now with social media, people are more oh, vulgar yeah. about it. Yeah. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. And, which makes me very happy because I've dealt with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not afraid to say I've been depressed. I've mm-hmm. been, you know, in that dark, dark place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I've changed my major to psychology because mm-hmm. I really want to, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I just find it interesting you said that because, um, like, I've dealt with it. Everyone has dealt with yeah. that. And it just, it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I, I was talking to my cousin and he said, uh, he's, he's just turned 20, right? Or 21. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he was telling me, because he's out here on his own now, right? And so he's he's extremely curious, right? So he's always trying to dabble in new things. And one That's of the good. Things that he told Curiosity. Me, right, right? Exactly. And the things he told me that he's like, I, ha-, like he said, this game of life, this is fun to me, right? And how I put it to him is like, I said, it's fun like boxing is to a boxer, right? You're going to get hit. You're going to get knocked out. You're going to get beat up. But how can you get back up? Can you throw punches harder back at life? You know what I mean? They're having a good time in the yeah. ring. That's why they step in the ring. But they're going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. But you always heal. Your wounds always heal. Your lessons that you learn from that's, each fucking fight, <laughs> you're going to internalize. That's you know? something always to remember. Like, for you guys that are listening, like, especially this year, it's been rough on everyone, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, but, like, I don't regret any of it. Like, I don't regret all that bullshit I went through in my life, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Don't ever regret it because those are lessons learned. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and it's crazy. I'm not trying to die. We'll talk off air, but like, it's crazy. Uh, like, it just, I don't know. It's just crazy. When I, I, I go like in this yeah. deep fucking like hole, just yeah. like thinking like, what the, like, because yeah. I, I work, I'm an air driver, guys. And I think about like my life mm-hmm. on a fucking daily, dude. Mm-hmm. Like every fucking day, I think about death just because I know it's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. I just think no, about I, th- I think that's fair because, like, uh, I think that's honestly, well, I think that's honestly exceptionally relatable, right? Like, I that was one of the main things, like, especially moving out, bro. I used to live, like, a blissfully ignorant life when it came to death, right? I'd just be, oh, man, I ain't fucking worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, you know, but it, 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 it hits different when that shit happens close to you, right? So, like, Prime example, I remember 2018, it was February, right? And my Nana had died. 
and me and my nana were pretty close. She, she, one of the main reasons why I am the way I am today. She helped bring us up. She set our morals straight early, bro. That belt was fierce. It's always that belt, man. It's always that belt. It's always the discipline, man. But uh, she had passed away, right? And so was, I, I have at that moment, it's like I don't know how to process that. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, she's gone. I was sad, of course, but it's just yeah. a different type of like, whoa, right? After that had happened, what ended up happening the, the day after her funeral, we have a um, we have a uh, a family reunion essentially. Right? Everybody's there, so we're all like having a good time. And my aunt Yvette is there, right? And so this was actually with me and my cousins. I, we had a piano out. He, my cousin Anwar, he plays the flute, dope as hell, right? And so we have like a little jam session. And Aunt Yvette tells us, she was like, "Y'all need to stick together because you guys are all a talented group of people, right?" What I just witnessed was amazing, right? That's paraphrasing everything she had said. But the next day she died. The next day she died. You see my family. No, I was just saying that's the last thing she told you. You know, if that is that was her, that is the last thing that rings in my ears. I remember her sitting in that chair. I remember everything about that because it's definitely like, oh, okay, she's gone. And then watching my mom react to that, that that like they grew up together. And my mom's mom just died. So it's like, what is happening? What is happening? And like, I honestly don't think to this day I've truly processed it. You know what I mean? Because that was yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it know? was fast. But it's one of those things where you're just like, okay, okay. Life comes at you fast, but I got to move faster. You know? Oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah, I think yeah. So it's like, it's definitely like there's, there's, like I said, on this two-year journey that I've been on since I moved out, like it, there's been so much that has been put into perspective that is just like, oh, I need to tell you, like, like especially when I trip shrooms, nigga, bro. Like, oh, I take shrooms. <laughs> we, can, we can talk yeah. about this later, but we can talk about this okay, another bet. day. But it's at that time. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It's a movie. Yeah, right? it's a fucking <laughs> movie. <laughs> motherfucker. No, um, but. Before any before ending this, we always yeah. say to all our guests, like any advice or anything you want to shout. Like any, first of all, anything you want to plug for yourself, your friends, yo, fuck okay. it, do whatever you want. So one thing y'all gotta do, right? We all know at least some of my the viewers I know they know Jay, but for those of you guys who don't, y'all gotta look up Jay Jay for Y on Spotify. December fourteenth, he's dropping his EP. Go ahead and check that out. He is one of the most talented guys I know by far, produces his own beats, has a voice like an angel, can rap like nuts, right? Go ahead and check that out. Yeah, he, I mean, that man, uh, hey, for you guys listening, check him out. There's two J. Hey, there's actually two J's on Spotify. I looked it up. Really? Like there's J four Y's? Yeah, but okay. hold up. There's one that only has 11 monthly listeners, <laughs> and the other one, yeah, that's the one we're one. talking about. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, I hopped on a track with my boy, and I, and I spit my things. So yeah, I don't spit, too. I would not there, get yeah. in the... Talent. I, Talent. Talent. Know, like, like it's I said, hard. Be creative. Yeah, not right? easy. Be rap over here. But Anything else, Adam? Yeah, like, I was like... My advice is like everybody, we all have gone through our exceptionally unique experiences in 2020, right? Like this is different. This is different than anything we've ever been told we were ever going to experience in our life, right? It's a matter of how you respond. It's always a matter of how you respond, you know? Like like I said, you can either be down in the dumps about it. And I honestly think that's fair for everybody. If you ever feel like you're down in the dumps, that is a valid emotion to feel. But just understand that things will always get better. Life is a roller coaster ride. It's not a straight road. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I didn't want to bring this quote up, but uh, there's this quote. You probably know what this quote is, but uh, 
um, you must give yourself hope because that's that's the inner strength mm-hmm. to give yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you off air who says that, but mm. you know, man. Uh, I know it's been a minute since we've talked to you, and like honestly, like after an hour of almost thirty minutes speaking with you, bro, you put a lot of things in perspective, and uh, I appreciate you, bro, because I'm very. I feel like I don't know everything. Obviously, I'm only twenty two. You know what I'm saying? But I have 22 years of wisdom. Yeah. And, and it is, it's cool that you put in a lot of things in perspective because I'm very naive in other stuff, obviously, mm-hmm. as we are. We're not all educated in th- th- mm-hmm. that aspect that you speak mm-hmm. of. And, bro, I'm super pumped that you were here. And I think we had a fucking good oh, yeah. as a good as conversation. I think so too. Learned a lot, man. Yeah, Learned I'll, a lot. I'm going to be down here more. I'll see you. For guys. sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. For, sure, for another bro. episode, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, what we say is what we believe in. Um, everybody's viewpoints are different. That's fucking life in general. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank you, Adam, for your time. Absolutely. Really, we really appreciate hearing the iPlus podcast. But everyone, y'all have a great ass weekend. Truly, y'all. Yeah, yeah, drink that truly. <laughs> drink I that forgot truly. to say that shit. <laughs> drink the fucking truly. Yeah, drink that truly. But uh, drink the fucking truly. Yes, yeah, sir. You guys but, have a kick ass weekend. All right, peace.